Rock on, rock on. What's up, everybody? And uh, welcome to another edition of the Horror Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and with me, as always, the master of disaster, the stanky ass, yeah, <laughs> JT. Yeah, 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 it is a little stanky sometimes. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to let JT introduce our uh, special guest we have with us tonight for the first time. So we have a very special guest. Uh, this guy is one of my uh, oldest and dearest friends. Um, I can't even tell you how long we've been friends. Uh, we've been through a lot together. We've we kind of know each other. We know what each other's been through and the the things that we've seen and the things that we've heard and you know. But anyway, I want to introduce you guys to uh, my buddy uh, Leo Clark. And the things that we've done. And the things that we've done. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, yeah. Look at that. You're going to fit in just fine here. <laughs> nice. Nice. How's it going, everybody? Good. Good, 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 good to be here. I'm really glad to, to join you guys on this. This is going to be a hell of a good time. Yeah, we're happy to have you here. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be cool. Um, I kind of want to let people you know hear a little bit about you, man. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, um, you're on the fucking spot. Right in your fucking face. Um, <laughs> I uh, well, I live in Tucson, Arizona now, but I was—I did live in St. Louis for a long time. Grew up in the Midwest and um, grew up uh, kind of, kind of to the vibe of the of the show. Grew up in a haunted house and um, met Gerald. Uh, God, it was probably. I'm sorry, JT. Yeah. It was probably... Oh, okay. um, <laughs> That's cool, man. Everybody fucking knows. <laughs> probably uh, 90... 92, something oh. like that. We're, what, we're kids. Yeah, yeah. We, were, um, we became immediate fast friends, hit it off really, really well. And um, what was I doing at the time? When we met, jerking what was off, I doing? jerking off, definitely. Man. You were sitting in your, you were sitting in your apartment in the leather jacket, with no heat, playing PlayStation. <laughs> you, you're damn right, I was. Um, no, there was you more were important working... things than fucking heat. There was PlayStation. Exactly. Priorities, man. Priorities. No, no you were, um, you were working at National Tire and Battery, and you were playing in heavy ground. Yes. Yes. And I was, uh, I had already been in the music scene for a bit and, you know, we started bumping into each other at my work, which I worked at Pizza Hut, which was just down the block from from JT's apartment. Yeah. This is kind of of a fucked up story because I walk into Pizza Hut one night and I walk up to the counter and here I am, you know, I got all this fucking long ass hair and fucking Lyle's got all this long ass hair and shit. You know, we're like two metalheads in the night, you know. It's like, hey, (laughs) what's up, dude? You know, and hey, you sexy beast. And hey, look at you, motherfucker. Holy shit. No, no, no. That explains a lot. uh, (laughs) Anyway, we started talking about music and shit. And, and, uh, you know, he asked me if I was in a band. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, a bass player in this band called Heavy Ground and blah, blah, blah. And and, uh, he was like, oh, yeah. He goes, man, I'm a guitar player. He said, I put out this album with this band called Grievance Honor. And I was like, 
Wait, what? Wait a minute. I've, I've got your tape in my car, dude. Hold on. <laughs> and it was like so, immediate, man. We were fucking. Uh, we were brothers yeah. immediately. There, there was, there was a, a period of, of several years where we we lived together. He was my roommate. Um, we played in the same band because I ended up joining Heavy Ground when Heavy Ground after Heavy Ground split up and came yeah. back together. Yeah. Yeah. And we worked together at National Tire and Battery, so we were together twenty four seven for like what four years something like that and he was absolutely fucking miserable (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was was funny i remember when i moved in with them he's like you know it's cool and all you know but uh can you try not to smoke your weed in the fucking living room (laughs) next thing i know i'm sitting at the fucking coffee table with a fucking bong and shit and he's just like oh whatever (laughs) yeah yeah so no um eventually you know the my uh my ex-wife um she had some health issues and i ended up moving to wyoming at the recommendation of a friend and then eventually moving to arizona at the recommendation of her doctor and um she just she never got better um we ended up we we separated in 2007 blah 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 ugly story but um i now am remarried um Playing a band, I've been playing in bands for the better part of thirty years. You um, he didn't say he was happily remarried. <laughs> <laughs> it was just jokes. It was just jokes, Andrew. I love you. <laughs> um, got two amazing kids. Got two amazing dogs. Bought a house. Um, we're running a photography business out here with DJ and photo booth. Um, got you know the 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 basically the dream two ford f-150s a motorcycle and you know all kinds of we have a camper a little uh (laughs) obnoxious obnoxious little uh vintage camper that's just cute as hell and hell yeah yeah Yeah, i got family that's uh, cute i got family that lives in sedona and uh yeah, and they let, they love it out there. So yeah, it's it's a fucking cool area, dude. I, uh, when we were on tour, I went we went down there for a little bit, and we actually played in Tucson. And yeah, uh, yeah, that place is too fucking hot for me. <laughs> oh, I imagine that's what my brother said. He said oh, dude, hot. I love it. I absolutely love it. Dude, hates fucking it. Tucson was a blast because we, by the time we got to Tucson, we were fucking dead tired, so we decided to stop and stay at a motel. Well, unbeknownst to us. The, the motel was right beside a fucking, uh, you know, like a fucking pleasure zone kind of uh-huh. porn shop or whatever, <laughs> you know, and we didn't realize it was a fucking no-tell motel, you know, and, uh, you know, the, we walk in and we're like, yeah, we need to get a room for the night. And the guy just shakes his head. He's like, no, we do rooms by the hour. <laughs> like, well, fuck. Um, all right. None of us are going to fuck each other, but we need a room for six hours. Uh, yeah yeah welcome to tucson yeah well you know yeah (laughs) no um like i said i'm 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 a musician been playing for a long long time in many many bands and um always been a a huge huge fan of horror movies you know i've got a i've got a pretty big collection right now and 
Um, so when, when JT and kind of pointed me in this direction of your podcast, I was like, fuck yeah, this is going to be awesome. And so yeah. I've been listening and checking out some of the stuff and yeah. So just to, just to tell you guys, Lale is responsible for our artwork. He, uh, did our logo for us, did mm-hmm. a fucking killer job on it. Yeah, it way better than I could have even imagined. Um, because he's got that horror mindset to him, he knew exactly what we would be looking yeah. for, man. And that fucking turned out killer, mm-hmm. man. Turned out so, killer. yeah, Lael, I know uh, JT knows you real well, but uh, don't hold on. I'm choking him. I'm choking on some, <laughs> I'm choking on some knob here, right? Uh, hold on. Uh, but anyway, um, so you say that, you know, you've been deep in the horror. Uh, what was uh, the first movie that really got you uh, – Fuck, put a guy on the spot, dude. Shit. No, no, that's okay. I, I didn't hear the full question. The first movie that I ever what? That got you basically, you know, kind of into like, man, I love this shit horror-wise. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dude. Um, when I was a kid, I was probably five years old. And I remember very, very plain. My parents were watching King Kong in the living room. And I came downstairs and oh, saw it. The old school favorite. The King. old the the oh, old King yeah. Kong and King Hell Kong yeah. is looking through the window and reaching his arm through and that scared the shit out of me. I turned around and <laughs> went back upstairs and went to bed. Fuck yeah, <laughs> dude, that's badass. That I never fucking knew that. I was, I was so uh, the 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 feeling of fear was so exhilarating to me. Yeah, that I had to find out more about what this was and and the first the first actual horror movie i ever watched all the way through uh was probably amityville horror oh shit the original oh, fuck yeah old school uh yep. james brolin um uh, margot kidder yeah yeah yep. great movie great movie and then my uh my stepdad may the bastard rot in hell um <laughs> There's a reason I say that. Go um, there. It's all good. It's all he, good. Uh, it's all good. He, oh yeah. He um. He would bring home for movie for movie days. Movie days was were Saturday. He'd bring in you know movies like Doctor Zhivago and you know the the Which classics. Which is a great movie. Um, mm-hmm. You know stuff like that. Yeah. But there would always be one. You'd you'd see this twinkle in his eye. He'd have one horror movie in the batch. You know, and it was usually something that my mom would have to go through and heavily censor before she'd let us watch it. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, whenever it was VCRs at that time. So whenever it got to that point, she knew she had it all written down when to fast forward and when to go ahead and continue playing. And when to fuck with the tracking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And of course, I had to go through and re-rent those movies with my buddies (laughs) and see what I missed. So, you know, there were movies like Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part oh, okay. 2. Yeah, such a good movie. And um, Amityville Horror to The Possession. And, you know, movies like that. And so I really got into more of the B-grade. Because um, those movies, once once you started in, in the late 70s and early, early 80s, once you started getting into the sequels of a movie, they were B-grade. They were no longer... Yeah, yeah, you know, uh-huh. top shelf, uh, top effects, top producers, you know, all that stuff. It was 
it was starting to get into the B grade side of things. And that was where I, my heart was at. Right, right, right. But yeah, you know, it's really funny that you talk about that because I bring up a lot of those movies all the time that Ryan's like, how the fuck, when the fuck did you watch that? And I'm like, dude, I'm fucking like 15 years older than you. <laughs> you yeah. I, I watch it. Yeah. Cause I watch There's a lot that. of freaking Ryan. Ryan's a young guy, but he's got an old soul, man. He's, he's watched some old school horror and, I love, see, I liked what you said uh, when you talked about when you first seen that first little part of King Kong, that, that feeling it gave you, that, yeah. that fear mm -hmm. and that exhilaration. We just got yep. done talking about that kind of on the last podcast. You know, I, uh, that's something that I love is that initial feeling you get when you see a movie for the first time yeah. and it's, yeah. it's super creepy, but it gives you that feeling. Like right. I, um, I don't know if you watched the episode, there's, I can't remember which one it was, but we were talking about the movies that started us off. Like, for me, one of the very first ones I seen was Phantasm. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and I, I love that movie to this day. I love all the sequels to it. You know, like you said, the B-rated stuff. Like, part two is one of my favorites. That movie is still creepy as fuck. Fuck yeah, watch. dude. Yeah, I, I love yeah, it. I love the concept of that movie. Yeah, that storyline yeah. yeah. is so fucking good. But that movie really got me. And then, you know, started getting to, like, uh, Night of the Demons. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, dude. Like it just. Uh, but what I like was that. Nineteen eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Yeah. Eighty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. But I like well, how you, you said guys, that. You, you're hundred. You guys really hit on one uh, a couple of a few podcasts ago that still to this day is the only movie, and, and I noticed there were conflicting opinions about this when you were going through it. Mm -hmm. To this day, it will still scare the living shit out of me, and that's The Exorcist. Yes, yes. Oh, dude, and Lyle's got some killer ties to The Exorcist, and I, do, I haven't even I haven't told Ryan to about it. this yet. I haven't been able to find it, but I will. I'll. I'll uh, well, I'll kind of touch on it briefly. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, um, let's hear it. So, my mom, knowing what an absolute horror fan I am, and knowing how much I love The Exorcist. So, I don't know how many years ago, several years ago, she sent me something um, in a in a in a government envelope. My mom works for the government. Um, she well, she did. She's retired. She uh, hat, she worked <laughs> for the for the Veterans Administration. So she sent me something in an envelope that was all roped up, you know, and and whatnot. It had it was a government envelope. I'm like, what the hell is she sending me now? Did she find something on my record or likely too. So what it was was she had found on um St. Louis News was I think it was either Channel Four, KMOV, I think, um, the their website um that was up and then immediately taken down because so, uh, apparently there was a big outcry over it. Actual entries from the diary of the priest that handled the um, actual exorcism of the little boy mm -hmm. at the hospital in St. Louis. And I have that here in my house somewhere, and I've been trying to find it, but we just went through an, uh, went through a full home remodel, and I haven't been able to find it. Yeah, he's I got will copies of these things, and he's been, he's been wanting to send them to us so that we can post them up and show Oh, and, fuck yeah, that would yeah, be amazing. Dude, it, it's going to be killer, dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So when I find it, I'm going to run off copies, and or I'm going to scan it off and, and get it over to you, which I'm – 
I'm looking every day. I think I've got it narrowed down to a couple of places in the house where they could be. Um, but I will find it. I'll get it over to you. Yeah, that'd be fucking. But it's killer, chilling. Man. It's absolutely chilling. Well, yeah, you're right too. You know, like um, uh, The Exorcist, man. That movie is probably like one of the first, probably one more five or six horror movies that I've seen. That I've seen. Yeah. And like my little brothers, my little brother still won't watch it. But we've had a lot of crazy stuff happen to us in our time, and we've talked about it on here. And but uh, he won't watch it at all. Period. Because like it, it petrifies him, and he's a fucking thirty year old man, you know. And uh, he's had some stuff happen to him that freaking. <laughs> I'm gonna put Lael's picture right in between us on the just fucking the, just... video. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna ask if you wanted to use uh, use one of my band songs for the the local band. I would the, love to do that. Shit, yeah. uh, you know, it's funny. We've been trying to be careful about what we use because we can get in a lot of trouble for, you know, using music from other bands and stuff. Of course, I've got, right. I've got all the rights to use the Lunatech stuff, and Harry has gave, given me the rights to use the uh, Fun Gone Wrong stuff. So that's why we use that a lot because nobody right. can come at me and say, hey, you know. Stop it. Well, you should, you should, uh, and I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. I know, I know we're recording, but just to kind of put a little bug in your ear, you should, uh, you should hit up Steve Bouchard and see if you can use motive stuff. Well, it's funny. So we haven't, we just started doing, so we just started doing kind of like a radio show. We're doing a Facebook live event every time before we record. And what I'm trying to do is get music from the local bands. Um, so yeah. I've had like a few local bands on St. Louis have contacted me and, and, you know, offered up their music. Well, I sent a message to Steve and I'm like, hey, Steve, you know, this is what I'm doing. Would you be all right if I played some of your music? And he was like, absolutely, dude. You play whatever you want. So, right so on. we, get, we got the awesome. green light from him. So I played some motive tonight. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, because they've got that that brand new album, Fighting the Dude, World. Dude, that's fucking just, killer too, man. Killer. Oh, it is. It is killer. Yeah, and but just anyway. so people don't freak out, like uh, we do this quite often. We'll say we're going to go over something. Like tonight, we're supposed to be doing the Exorcism of Emily Rose. Yeah, we, we sometimes we don't always get talk to it. for a while. You know. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. I like to with Lail being here for the first time. Yeah, for sure, man. I want. I want to. to know uh, you know him very well. I don't oh, really I know do. him that well. I do. And I want to get. I, I have seen parts of Lael that nobody else has... Uh, wait, wait. <laughs> Hold on here a second. Hold on. No Put matter on. how true it is, we don't <laughs> need to get <laughs> So, yeah, I want but, to... Yeah, I, wanna... I, I, re I really want you and Ryan to, like... Uh, this is going to sound weird, but I really want you and Ryan to butt up together because I feel like <laughs> you're going to be a part of this show sometimes. You know, as yeah. long as you're willing to come in and do some, you know... Do some antics with us. Well, uh, you know. yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, and I want I want everyone else, all of our followers and listeners, I want them to be able to kind of hear your story and you know just uh, pick your brain a little bit here. And I want to uh, find out what got you ticked into horror stuff. And you know, he wants then, to know what makes you tick. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then get Maybe into not. The, well, get we in, don't have that much time. Lyle. Get into the parent, <laughs> you know, you believe in the paranormal stuff and oh yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Oh, so yeah. Like, I, so we, that's where we're going. Yeah, we so may we may get headed. into the exorcism Emily Rose. 
we, we may not. We may, we may fucking not. That's just how I fucking roll. Yeah. You know, it was funny when, when I was talking to Ryan about you being on the show. I'm like, dude, you're going to absolutely love this guy, man. He, he's, he's just like me. I mean, he just... He's a fucking cool guy. He's fun to talk to. He's very knowledgeable. Gives it up on the you first know. date. Gives it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were three dates in. Come on now. Oh shit! Yeah, but it, we got, we got fucking standards, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, I, I just I like what you said about you know that that getting that initial fear. It's crazy to we talked about that multiple times. How like. Uh, Fear can be a good thing too, yeah. and it gives you that just that energy burst or that mm-hmm. you know. Well, a big thing for us, like especially movie wise, is atmosphere. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, what greater word in the English language than something that ends in fear? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, in atmosphere of movies is a big thing for us. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, I, I like the the feeling that you get when you watch a movie. Like you said, I'm sure now. If you watch The Exorcist, or The Exorcist, you're probably like you just get that feeling again. It brings you back to whenever you were a kid and you seen it, and it just, you know. Dude, hey, you remember well, when you were younger, like getting to points in that movie, and you're like, "Fuck, I don't want to see her face. I don't want to see her face." Ah, oh, shit! Yeah, I looked at yeah. her face. Ah, you know. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, remember and, and that, I, dude. And, and I'm I'm really sentimental. That's part of my problem is I'm really sentimental, so I want to feel that again yeah the, yeah, the idea of nostalgia and it's hard it's hard to feel that nowadays i mean it's you know there are some movies out there like we've watched some cool movies that were recent movies but man it was really hard to grasp that feeling you had back then you know that imagination it's, the innocence, I, the I, innocence say, of, I, gotta, I gotta say i don't necessarily agree 100 percent. i agree about 85 percent with that well yeah and i'm not um, saying all movies I, i'm right. not saying all movies I, uh, there are a few out you, there but I, I gotta i gotta tell you the feeling that i got when i first watched like amityville horror the feeling i got mm-hmm. when i first saw um that glimpse of king kong you know that yeah that tingle yes. in your gut where the yes. goes, you shouldn't be watching this but fuck Perfect, it's a lot of fun dude. Um, I got that the first time I saw, and, and this is something that nobody agrees with me. The first time I saw, saw, I got that feeling. Hmm. The first okay. time I saw, um, the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah. Oh, dude. Fuck, yeah. We were talking about that the other, uh, just a few weeks ago, fuck, actually. Yeah. That's a we great were talking film. about a lot of people fucking down that movie. And I thought it was fucking great. It was you know? amazing. And then the beginning. The and te- it wasn't Texas just because of Jessica Biel and her fucking boobs and that tight shirt, but, you know, I mean. Well, that, you know, that was. That helped, that was, but, you know. But, no, they, you're right. They fucking, they, the way they filmed it. Yeah. I mean, like we talked about, the Dude, atmosphere of that fucking movie. My absolute favorite scene in that movie is when that chick fucking blows her fucking head off in the van and they back the camera through her skull. That yeah, is so exactly. fucking killer, dude. Nobody has ever done any shit like that. It's crazy. That was a great movie. That was a great movie. And- I, I have to tell you, Rob Zombie kind of gives me that that creep factor as a director, a writer and director. In House of a Thousand Corpses. Dude, when, fucking great when movie. Fucking, oh, man. When Otis Driftwood has the sheriff dead bang in his sights 
and the camera pans back all the way back, all the way yeah. back, all the way back, all the way back, all the way back. And then you hear, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah. you see him fall over, dude. That is, that's suspense. That is just pure creepy suspense. Right you know, there. it's, it's funny. Ryan and I talk about him a lot. Here's our thoughts on Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie does fantastic when he's making his own movies. But when he remakes something, eh, it's not so good. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really enjoyed his take on the Halloween franchise. Okay, well, we're going to disagree on that because I thought, here's my thoughts on, uh, on the first Halloween that he did. Here's my thoughts on it. The first 15, 20 minutes of the movie, eh, it was kind of cool, but we could have done without that. You know, that hillbilly fucking fuck you and fuck this, and I'll punch you in your fucking fucking mouth and your fucking fuck mouth. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we could have done away with that. The, the big thing for me about Michael Myers is the mystery behind him, and that's what creeps me out so yeah. much about him. Yeah. But I yeah, will say the end of that movie, though, is fucking killer. Yeah. The brutality of it. The, the yep. how Michael Myers is this you really feel like Myers is this unstoppable force in that movie. Right. The second exactly. one I fucking hated that entire Fuck, movie. Dude. I can't, I, can't. I, I I'm sorry, Rob, but I hated that whole fucking movie, dude. <laughs> um but so okay, so you're talking about House of a Thousand Corpses. Have you watched Three from Hell yet? I have and I am not impressed. Really? So here, yep. was, here was my thoughts on it. There was a lot of people giving it shit on the internet, and I don't think that it deserved the hate that it got. Was it a great movie? No. But it wasn't a fucking total shit show either. Yeah. You know? Well, no, it, it wasn't a complete shit show, but what it was to me was, and you got to understand, when it comes to... House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. I understand those are two completely separate movies that oh, can yeah, yeah. that are okay. that are absolutely intertwined. If that makes sense. Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah, am perfectly. a perfectly. huge, huge fan of Devil's Rejects. Fuck yeah, love yeah. that movie. Great I cannot movie. listen to Freebird without seeing that ending <laughs> sequence in my mind. I can't listen to Freebird. Period. Um, I love Freebird. But- <laughs> <laughs> dude, um, Lyle's my buddy that one time I was like, dude, I can't stand that Leonard Skinner guy. And he goes, well, yeah, you pretty much proved that because Leonard Skinner's not a guy, it's a band. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought, I thought Three from Hell was kind of a slapdash um, rehash of devil's rejects and it, it yeah, focused yeah. way too much on baby's insanity tick. Yeah. 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 You know, I, you I couldn't No, but I've heard yeah. a lot of people talk about, yeah. it was basically just about his wife I, and putting her in there. I, and, I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it. When I got to the end of it, I, I thought, shit, that wasn't near as bad as people were making it out to be. Well, no, but it wasn't and, near I mean, as I'm, good as House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, House of a Thousand right. Corpses. 
I remember seeing that movie in the theater. Um, I went and saw that with Leroy, actually. And when we, when we got to the end of that movie, we, we both just sat there in the theater in awe. I mean, yeah. it, it was just that good of a movie, you know. And the, Devil Re- the Devil's Rejects was the same way. Yep. You know, you're just like, holy shit, I can't believe he just did that. That was fun. Well, yeah. well, before we jump away from it, I actually, since we got Leo on here and he actually is a fan of the Halloweens, that, yeah. the remakes, yeah. I actually want to get his point of view on it because, I mean, me and JT had the same feeling on it, so we don't get to talk to someone about it who doesn't really, who has a different point of view. Um, God damn it, so whiskey. did you like part two as, as much as part one? Yes, I did. Okay, yes, I so did. and we we actually saw um, we have a we had a drive-in theater here in Tucson, and this is just kind of an aside um, that ended up closing down the last one of the last movies that was playing at one of the screens of the drive-in was Rob Zombie's Halloween too. Oh, cool, cool. Okay, okay, cool. So we watched it there as well, and and I enjoyed it. I, I really did. I enjoy Rob Zombie's Halloween franchise because I feel like part of what always bothered the shit out of me about the about John Carpenter's Halloween is the mystery behind okay. and, Michael Myers because right, and I, that's what I, that's what like I loved was right. the mystery behind it. So, and, and, and I can totally see why. that. I really can. Well, and that's kind of why I was wanting him to talk yeah. about it because I want to hear. This is why one of the main reasons I wanted to do this podcast period, so I could talk to other people and get their point of views on stuff that I love too. Because like, don't yeah, get me we wrong. may not agree with your ass, <laughs> <laughs> but I listen to you. But uh, no, I you know, I like the brutality of yeah. the movie. Yeah. Um, but I'm with JT on the fact that you know I kind of like the mystery of things sometimes. But um, no. So, do you are you more of like a um, the getting into the like the psych, the psychology of it, getting into his mindset and why he is who he is? It depends on what what the movie is. As far as Halloween, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. And I think part of the problem with the Halloween franchise is that it's so. Uh, discombobulated for the first several installments. Different directors. Uh, yeah. the, the entire series is fucked up because it's different timelines. Especially is, now that we've what, gotten the new what, Halloween 2018. What, I mean, the, the whole is, series what, is kind of fucked up. Yeah, yeah, and I, I didn't care for that either. And it's like, what? What the hell was Halloween Three: Season of the Witch? It had nothing to do with Michael Myers, but everybody in that are that's into the franchise loves that movie. I can't stand it. It just yeah, blows see, me completely out of the water. And it's funny because I was like that for years. Now I actually love that movie, and I watch it every year. See, but it, I, it's one of my Halloween go-to. I do too. But for me, I watch that movie as a standalone. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think about. Myers I don't picture it as a as a. Part of the franchise myself, right. I kind of watch it as standalone. But I see exactly where you're coming from, Lyle. Uh, yeah. That movie is it is really fucked up. I mean, you got to be a, a specific mindset. Uh, you know, your brain's got to be really fucked up to enjoy that movie. But yeah, and well, it, you know, and, as far as can, go ahead, buddy, go ahead. I, oh, I, I get that completely. Uh, but I just I think because of the fact that it is so disjointed. I think that's kind of what throws me off the track, right. you know, and that's right. why, that's why I really latched on to Rob Zombie's Halloween franchises because he actually, 
puts a reason to why yeah michael yeah. myers is the way he is right he, he right. gives a face to michael myers as a child so that when he's an adult you know why you, you know yeah. why and you actually fear that adult you right. know right yeah i um i i definitely like uh like the darkness of like the and the the brutality of the movies and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, like, well, it's kind of for me. I'm a huge um, Nightmare on Elm Street fan too. Like Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street for me because growing up that was kind of closer to right. And I watched all those. I you know I've told I don't know if you've listened to that episode, but I can't remember which one it fucking was. But I told I used to have like a big. Oh, what are they called? The corners, the pictures they put out. Of oh, yeah, the standee. The standees yeah. of uh-huh. Freddy Krueger. And I used to take my throwing knives and throw it at him on my room all the time and shit. Yeah. And, but um, anyway. He'd go over and rub up against it. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> Don't turn a black light on my room is all I'm saying. But, <laughs> but uh, no, the new, the new Nightmare on Elm Street, I, I fucking loved everything about it except for Freddy Krueger. We, and it's really crazy because we both love the guy that played Freddy Krueger. Yep. But the way he played Krueger was horrible. I just... Uh, well, and I didn't actually get to see that one. I Okay, let me back up. It's not that I didn't get to see it. I didn't want to see it. Yeah, because I'm, yeah well... I, you know, as a movie, it's a cool movie, but the guy playing Krueger is just... Uh, it's not Robert Englund, you know? Right. And, and I don't know if you're a Nightmare on Elm Street fan, you know... But, I kind of have a, a very specific way of how I feel Nightmare on Elm Street should be. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. if, and I was so afraid that this version would, would vary so far from that that it would just piss me off. And yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. Well, I and they kind of did the same thing in it as Rob Zombie did. They kind of gave you a little backstory and told you why. Yeah, they told they told a lot more about it, and it, the the darkness of the movie was great. Like the the darkness of the movie was so good, and it just it's one of those things you can't replace Robert England. Right, right. You know that's just the way I look at it. There's yeah. there, there's no way you can be able to. But I just kind of want to get your uh, take on the Halloween thing because you know me and JT had the same view on it. So I like to hear other people's thoughts on stuff. You know, and I mean yeah, for sure. So and then so yeah uh, so. We know you love horror and stuff like that. Uh, paranormal stuff, you know. You get into that? Have you seen things? Have you, you know? Yeah, and it's it's um, it's interesting because my my wife right now she's not into the paranormal uh, yeah. at all. Yeah. However, every now and then, I'll get her to go ghost hunting with me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> nice. and um, as a matter of fact, she doesn't like horror movies. She'll sit and watch horror movies oh with God. me if she has to. It's you usually a trade-off. Why? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Same reason well, JT marries. Uh, yeah, that's true. My wife's not into it either. Here's the thing with with Sandra though. She'll she'll offer me a trade-off, right? She'll say something like, "If you go see the new John Wick with me, I will go see." This with you. Well, fucking John Wick. John I mean, Wick, how can you not go see John Wick? <laughs> yeah, it's when she no, says, "Will you go see a, the yeah. new Notebook with me?" You kind of got lucky into the fucking deal on that one. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, and I did because she's a she's an action adventure chick. She doesn't like 
She's not into the notebook. She's not into sleepless in Seattle. Oh hell yeah, there and, you go. You know, pretty much if it if it if it goes under the rom com category, she's not into it. Which cool. is great for me because yeah. I hate that shit anyway. Fuck, Fuck yeah. that hair, Washington. <laughs> <laughs> but um we have here in two or here in Arizona, we've got a little town called Bisbee. Yeah. And Bisbee has some very haunted locations. And as a matter of fact, we had uh, here in here in town. Um, That's it. We I'm were, getting on my phone. What's a fucking plane ticket to Tucson? <laughs> <laughs> We've got a uh, hotel Congress here in Tucson. And for one year for our anniversary, because our anniversary falls during the, ha- the Halloween season, uh, our anniversary is October 26th. Hell yeah. So, we got married at Hotel Congress. Um, we stayed dude, at Hotel Congress that killer, night. And the pictures Hotel I Congress. saw from their wedding, dude, it's fucking awesome. Total. What's guy. that? Fucking the wedding. The the wedding pictures, dude. You guys had oh, a killer the, fucking wedding, yeah, dude. Yeah, the the steampunk and everything. Yeah, that was it was badass. And we didn't ask anybody to to dress up. We said, you know, steampunk dress is optional. Everybody went out of their way to put together these elaborate costumes. It was amazing. Fuck, yeah, that's awesome. But, after the after the wedding, it just the the reception ended at ten. But Hotel Congress has a week long Halloween party, oh, so cool. our yeah. reception just flowed out into the Halloween party, and we partied until two a.m. You know, three a.m. something like that. But for our anniversary, we like to stay at Hotel Congress. Well, one year we got the haunted room. Oh shit! Nice. Hell yeah, and. We didn't really see too much of anything. We didn't really hear a whole lot, but here's what happened. So the the legend behind this room is... <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, no, nothing like that. The... You're welcome. <laughs> the legend behind the room is that uh, a lady back in the 30s or 40s um, had a fight with her husband and she left home. She rented this room in Hotel Congress and she was depressed. She got drunk in the hotel bar, went back up to the room, went into the bathroom, sat down on the toilet, pulled a gun, and blew her head off. Ouch. The bullet hole has never been repaired. <laughs> Talk sweet. about dying on the shutter. You could fucking come and right? go at the same time. <laughs> um, the the bullet hole has never been repaired. That's crazy. So you see the bullet hole in the in the ceiling of the bathroom goes up through the closet and up into the floor of the room below or the room above. Wow. There's got to so, be some brain matter in there somewhere. Somebody fucking in there with a bottle be. brush. Got to be. <laughs> so Sandra took a picture because I had taken all these uh, rose petals before I let her into the room. And I sprinkled rose petals all along the floor and, or I'm sorry, on the bed, on the bed and, uh, and on the floor. And so she thought it was cute. So she's like, Oh, stand next to the bed and let me take a picture. And I'm like, doll shucks. Okay. So (laughs) she took two pictures with her cell phone seconds apart, like one picture. No, I don't like that one. Next picture in one picture. All the rose petals are very, very clear. In the next picture, the rose petals are not clear. 
it splotches of what it looks like splotches of blood all over the floor and all over the the bedspread damn that was pretty freaky because nothing changed in the picture her positioning didn't change she didn't move i'm clear as a bell the bed is clear as a bell everything else in the room is clear as a bell but the rose petals look like blood splatter wow that's fucking cool dude yeah 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 Anytime so, yeah, you can I'm, see stories I'm totally into the paranormal shit. And Bisbee is really has a lot of haunted places. We went on a, a ghost tour for one of our anniversaries last year. They took us on a walking tour and and it was it was really sweet, pretty intense. Um didn't really see a whole lot, but there was a big old group of people and you know, spirits aren't gonna manifest themselves to massive groups of people, you know, yeah. Just to say, hey, I'm here. Hello. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Do you? So, you know, uh, you talk about going ghost hunting. Do you have like your own team, or you just do something personal? Do I have what? Do you have like your own team, or do you do it like on a regular? Or is it something you do every now and again that for yourself? Oh no, 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 no. Just just something that you know we do to have fun. You oh know, yeah. We don't go with a team. Um, there is a, a couple of friends of ours, husband and wife, that are really into it and they're and they're consistently trying to get something set up so that we can all go together to the same place and and check it out and and we just haven't been able to do it yeah i yeah. I, I used to have my own team uh for a while i've got some pretty badass ev evps and stuff like that and dude nice. it's i i got some cool pictures and stuff i love it just because for me you know the paranormal it just kind of shows you that there's something else out there man yeah and right. it, it it adds to that fucking uh, that feeling we were talking about that the movies give you. To me, it adds to that feeling. To yeah. just thinking that there's something Absolutely. there, you know. So I, I really love it. It's it and I've seen a lot of things and shits happen to me that it kind of uh it's just something I really love because it gives me that, that feeling again of like you were talking about the first time you see this or the first time you feel see that. Like I kinda remember that when you were talking about Saul. I, I didn't really get into the Saw franchise, but I do remember I got that feeling whenever, I can't remember if it was part two or what part it was, but whenever uh, the chick gets thrown in that fucking pit of heroin needles and shit. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Dude, that, that got to me like a motherfucker, dude. It's, yep. that was, I that still cringes me. Like, I Took remember that. back to old times. Fuck. No, I've never done none of that shit. <laughs> I've never done none of that shit, but. I'm such a dick. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I I that I remember that distinctly, and that gave me that like, yeah, oh that was fuck, creepy, man, dude. that was fucked up. And uh, I can't remember well, if that it, was the... it was it was creepy, but it was also queasy. It's like oh yeah, oh, no, yeah, they God. did not do that. Fuck yeah, yeah. it's when we said that. Oh no, he fucking didn't. Do oh that. no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, so that's cool, man. Yeah, I I uh, I, I'm huge in the horror though. Horror movies, I watch them all the time. Uh. It's funny because my six-year-old, I kind of, I don't let my my two-year-old, or he just turned three, I don't let him watch him, <laughs> but uh, I'll let my six-year-old watch, like, you know, paranormal stuff like that. That's Maybe next game. week. Like, Maybe. well, for his, yeah. for his fifth birthday, he got, or fourth birthday, he got Annabelle Creation because we won it. Fucking killer movie, dude. <laughs> I was like, what do you want for your birthday, buddy? He's like, Annabelle. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Annabelle. <laughs> but that's exactly that's what he awesome. said. And, uh, but yeah, it's funny. He's he's a crazy, he loves horror movies. He's a crazy kid just like me. But And why does he love horror movies? Because of the boobies. 
Yes, he's obsessed. <laughs> My six-year-old, oh, he's obsessed man. with it. It's, it's so bad, obsessed with boobies. It, we, and I got to tell you, there was a time, and this is going to date Gerald and I, but there was a time where – you know, you, you, you're over at your buddy's house and you're watching HBO and, and your buddy goes, Hey, let's watch this. And you look in the, the TV guide and to see if it has anything about nudity in it. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> I may, I remember that shit. I may Fuck be Ryan wrong, still I, does that. I still do that. No, nice. no, uh, but my son, he, he, unfortunately now though, it's to keep it away from his kids. Yeah. But, yeah. Wait a yeah. second. Wait, hold on. I make sure there's nothing. Uh, like I let him watch, uh, I don't, Damn, I want to watch that, but I can't let him watch it. Your ass <laughs> needs to go to bed. He's obsessed with uh, he's obsessed with Michael Myers, obsessed with nice. Halloween. He he's it's bad. Like I got video, it's hilarious. I showed JT. I sent him a video. Hey, there's nothing it. wrong with that. And he was having a mental breakdown because I wouldn't let him watch Halloween. He like, was having a nipple breakdown. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the bad that's what sucks about it for me because like the 80s made some of the best horror fucking movies and i can't let my boy watch them right now because they're fucking just full of tna <laughs> i can see the whole phantasm thing and and you but know I the part say, where jody's on you. the fucking tomb uh, or on the fucking grave with the chick he's and like, like oh, shit, wait a minute wait a minute uh, what the fuck uh, linnea, linnea quigley uh, uh, yeah, the great Quigley. Yeah. So I do have to tell you though, that was funny. What you, what what you just said and what I pictured in my mind was just indescribable. <laughs> Gerald, Gerald going, Gerald going. What? He's having a nipple breakdown, and all I could think of were boobs flying everywhere. And call me your tits already. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> Hell yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, but yeah, man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. All I can see is Midsummer Night's Dream and the big tit chasing him across the field. Well, fuck. <laughs> That's like, uh, I don't know if you guys, I went in theater. Oh, damn, I just snorted. <laughs> <laughs> see, I told you this was going to be fucking fun. I just, uh, <laughs> I was talking to JT about it because I went and watched the new Friday the 13th. And theater, right? Oh, dude. <laughs> so, so I'm watching Friday Thirteenth in theater, right? I don't know if you've seen the new one. Now, have you seen the new the remake? Like, no, I'm sorry, the new what? The Friday Thirteenth, the remake. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you know, there's like a 25 minute sex scene in there, right? <laughs> so, and uh, so I'm sitting there watching fucking Friday Thirteenth remake, right? And in front of me is a row of probably 7 to 10, got to be 12 to 13-year-old girls. Oh, no. Yeah, and my wife's sitting with me, and we're sitting there watching this movie, and I'm like, first, at the very beginning, I'm like, fuck, all these little fucking girls in here, man. I'm not going to be able to enjoy this fucking movie. Yeah, so I'm watching a movie, surprisingly, they're quiet. Which is cool. Well, yeah. Until you just get the twenty-five minute sex. Scene. Until you no no no. That's what I say. It was cool until you get to the fucking twenty-five minute sex scene when there's like a I don't know three-story titty yeah. with the fucking <laughs> bouncing up and down, and I'm like I I, I don't feel fucking comfortable. Right yeah. Because there's little girls fucking sitting in front of me like giggling, and I'm like, what the fuck. Oh. Lyle, it was so fucking funny. So this year we decided Friday the 13th, we did our first Facebook Live event on Friday the 13th. It was fucking killer. It was Friday nice. the 13th. There was a full moon. 
we're doing a Facebook Live, and Ryan decides, hey, we're going to pull the iPad out, and we're going to watch uh, the new Friday the 13th on there. So as we're going through, all of a sudden it gets to that sex scene, and it's really fucking funny, because if you go back and you watch that video, Ryan and I both get really quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you can tell we're not even looking at the camera anymore. We're like, what the fuck? Well, like, I'm sitting there, and I'm talking to JT. I'm like, is this fucking still going on? <laughs> Like I, the dude, I, the dude is like, you've got perfect nipple placement. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like died, dude. Well, I mean, she was smoking fucking hot. Oh first yeah, of, all. of course. But my thing is, realistically, it did last like an every bit of ten to fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's it's long. I was like, holy shit! But then that reminds me of the eighties, man. I mean, all those movies back in the day, like. You just wait. Oh, just just think about trash getting up and dancing on the tomb and uh, full frontal nudity. Night of the Living Dead Part Two. Yeah, I mean that, all that all that was a huge, and then um, that was a big draw. What, I mean, that's how they got people draw. in. Absolutely, and then I, I forget which which movie was it where uh, Linnea Quigley. God, what is she plays? Uh, Night of the Demons. Night of the Demons, yes. She yeah, she was the, the Night of the she Demons. She takes the lipstick to The yes. lipstick scene. <laughs> Dude, we did an episode, like our second ep- episode is Night of the Demons. Yep, our second episode we did. And we talked about that lipstick scene for a long time. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, no, I mean. Where did they, it go? That, <laughs> that, was such a, that was such a big part of horror movies in the late 70s and early to mid 80s oh yeah that and the asian fangoria, chick in the coffin Ooh, God. yeah well fangoria magazine would actually put out issues of screen queens oh yeah yeah well we did an episode on screen queens. yeah for sure man we talked about linnea quigley and jamie lee curtis nev campbell fuck know, i can't about all i can't believe we had to wait till trading places to fucking uh yeah, to see, see uh, fucking James jamie lee Bruce. curtis's <laughs> and I tell you what, even my wife was like, holy fuck. <laughs> I was like, God dang, she's built like a mother. Dude, have you seen the meme with uh, with her when she was doing the dance in True Lies and it's fucking Michael Myers' lap she's fucking <laughs> dancing on? Oh, dude, that's dude, fucking that, classic. I was, Sandra was watching that, that movie just the other day. She was watching True Lies. And she's like, she gets to the dance scene and she and I'm like, we got to go. We got We had some place that we had to be. And I said, you got to finish. You got to wrap this up. We got to go. Yeah. And she goes, let me just watch the dance scene. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, son. Fuck but yeah, yeah man. Uh, yeah, Screen Queens are all, dude. I, yeah. Linnea Quigley, speaking of Night of the Demons, like, yeah, that movie is just so good, dude. Like the part where she's in a store and she's getting can't or food and shit. She's all bent all the way the fuck Oh, over. my <laughs> God. Well, that and the other scene is that fucking stigmata scene with Angela. Oh, yeah. She's dancing. When she's doing yeah. that dance. Oh my! God. That movie is so fucking good. I think it still holds up. To be honest, it with does. You. It does. I love that movie. You can watch fucking it on Stooge. YouTube. All right, a bag of fucks. Yeah. <laughs> Eat a bag of fucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. That's a great movie. But yeah, anyways, it was funny it when we started this podcast. We were trying to figure out, you know, where do we want to go? You know, what do we want to do? So we did like an introduction episode. And then, like, our next episode was that Night of the Demons episode. And, nice. dude, it just fucking put us on pace. Well, kind of you know? to get into 
a little bit closer to what you two, you know, I love too, but you guys are involved in it music wise. The soundtracks, man. The oh 80s, yeah, that the had 80s, a killer fucking soundtrack. The, that that intro. The, I don't know yeah. if you, how long it's been since you've seen it, Leo, but that intro to that to that movie is so good. It like, definitely ain't fucking Danny Elfman. Yeah, no, that's for sure. Um, one of the one of the. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because one of the uh, main. I guess you could call them a score group uh-huh. um, from the 80s that did a lot of the Italian stuff, Goblin. They actually go out and tour. Okay, right on. And they, I've heard they that play name their, before. They play like the Suspiria soundtrack live. You know, <laughs> they'll play nice, stuff nice. from Lucio Fulci's movies. And, oh, dude. And, yeah. He put out some of the fucking coolest shit, man. He did. Lucio he Fulci. Did. Well, you know, a lot of people talk about you know, uh, zombie being his greatest movie. But to me, my favorite movie from him was Suspiria. always house by the cemetery. Uh, that one's really, really good. I like house by the cemetery, but I also like Suspiria. Suspiria. Have you seen the remake of Suspiria? No, I have. It not. was, it I, was I, very I, poorly the, done. I, it, it, it's a decent movie, but it doesn't hold the candle to the original. No, yeah. nothing will. And that's, that's the thing. I don't know if I want to spoil the original by yeah. watching the remake. Yeah. I'm with you there. I'm with yeah, you. but yeah, soundtracks, man. Like, well, that's like... Uh, uh, well, big one for us is Maximum Overdrive. Fuck yeah. The entire soundtrack is ACDC. Yeah. You know? I mean, ACDC I mean, pretty much tells the story of that movie. And it's a cool movie. Oh, I you love know? that movie. I just watched it the other day. Oh, it's the it's one of the cheesiest movies of all time, it but is. it's cool as it hell. Is. I love that movie. That's one of those fucking movies where I hate it because like I'll be watching TV and then eleven o'clock at night, I gotta go to bed. I gotta be at work in the morning. Oh, Maximum <laughs> Overdrive is coming on. Oh fuck, I'm gonna be late fuck to work. Fuck me, man. Or I'm flipping <laughs> and I see the part where the, where the very beginning when the bridge is raising up. I'm like, God damn it! Now I gotta stay up and watch this fucking movie. <laughs> So, but dude, in the classic part that you always talk about, hey, honey, this machine just called me an asshole. Stevie King, <laughs> honey, get over here. This machine just called me an asshole. <laughs> Fucking Curtis, love that, dude. are you dead? <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh fuck, Hell man. Yeah. That's now. So, yeah. I think I think somebody because this is kind of heading in a little bit different direction, sort of. But somebody that needs to have the stories made into movies is King Diamond. Oh, my God. Dude. King Diamond. I swear. I have been wanting him to do a fucking Abigail or a Them movie forever, dude. Forever. The closest that he ever got was the Puppet Master. Yeah. And I've got I've got the version of the Puppet Master where he sits and narrates the whole story for you. Really? Yeah, Dude. yeah, he's he's sitting there and see. In Ryan's his, probably not privy to the whole King Diamond thing. So what King Diamond does is every one of his albums tells a story. Uh-huh. So if you pull out the liner card out of the fucking CD or whatever and mm-hmm. read it, it's a it's a complete story. Gotcha. And gotcha. dude, and they're fucking creepy. And it's as fuck. all they're all horror stories, and it's yeah. usually gothic hammer style horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, fucking. Yeah. I mean, that's me and JT were talking about that because. Uh, you know Hollywood's doing all these fucking remakes, and it's like, man, there's there's B-rated movies. If they're gonna remake, there's a lot of B-rated movies that could have a bigger budget that would be fucking super awesome. Yeah. But also, like you said, there's shit like that that could be fucking made into a great movie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Abigail the, the would entire, be a fantastic movie. Um, Abigail would be awesome. The entirety of them and conspiracy. Yeah. 
Yeah. You see, and that's what I'm saying. That, like, if somebody would just do that, like, put the money forth to. Yeah. If I had the money, I would absolutely do it. Oh, I will do it. Damn it, do it. I don't. I don't have the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, if we pool money, if somebody could, if somebody in fucking Hollywood quit wasting money on these fucking remakes. You know, like, I know you probably, I don't know if you're into the witchcraft stuff, but like The Craft, the movie The Craft, I think it's a good movie. Um, I like The Craft. Yeah, I love it. They're getting ready to remake it. And I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? The first, uh, the first one was classic. I mean, it's an awesome movie. It's a movie you should be left alone. That's kind of like another one of my favorite fucking movies of all time, period, is The Crow. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love that movie. And I heard something they're going to be talking about remaking it. I'm like, just fucking leave that shit alone. Yeah, really. You know? There's some really? shit. That oh, shit. the crow. T- yeah, the crow. You talk about a good soundtrack. That had a fucking the, killer soundtrack. That was an amazing soundtrack. And the only movie in that franchise worth watching is the very first yes. one. Yeah. With Everything else that came be- behind it was trash. trash. It was filler, and they actually did remake the crow. Um, I have one of these Walmart $5 DVDs uh-huh. with like 7,500 movies on it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. One of them is the remake of the crow. What the fuck? Really? It's horrible. That original yeah, dude, yeah. that the crow was one the of my original favorite fucking so movies, good. period. So it good. was amazing. And yeah. that's where they should have stopped it. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. I'm with you on yeah. that. Well, in another in franchise that. like that, I hate to say it as Hellraiser. They should have stopped at the first one of that. I mean, oh, I don't know about all that. Now. You know, they had a couple couple others that were okay, but that first movie was so iconic, man. It, it was just, absolutely no question. Um, but I'm glad that they continued the series. Now, Hellraiser in space that kind of got a little hokey. Yeah, but the rest yeah. of them were Everything pretty cool. I like the rest of them. You know, well, yeah, they had to do that because of Jason X. J- well, they got right, Leprechaun in space, Jason in space. Leprechaun like, in space. That is, I'm surprised that they yeah. haven't had fucking Freddy Krueger in space yet. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I, I, I actually agree with you 100%. I don't know much about the uh, King Diamond stuff, but yeah. if it's that good, I trust you guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, they should fucking... Someone should turn that shit in and fucking... I, well, I've played you some of the King Diamond oh, stuff. Oh, I've heard and, King Diamond's music and, for sure. And, and, and he, he gave me a dirty look when I did it. I've and, heard King no. Diamond's music for sure. <laughs> Dude, well, I am going to tell yeah. you this, though. When, uh, like, either next week or week after, whenever we do our fucking radio show, No Presents mm-hmm. for Christmas is getting played, dude. I'm telling <laughs> nice. you right now. I was actually a little bummed when we saw King Diamond the other night that he didn't play No Presents for Christmas. Really? Um, yeah. A friend of mine actually gifted me uh, the vinyl the, of the 12-inch single of No Presents for nice. Christmas. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And, you know, we had to be back home the same night, or I would have taken that and, you know, gone to meet King Diamond and had him sign it and the whole nine. Right, but, right. Uh, no, it was... The other night was a really, really good show, but because it was kind of a greatest hits uh, show, you know, now a couple of years ago, my, my guitar player, Billy, and I, we went to see the Abigail tour. Yeah, see, you know, and I saw that about the Abigail three, or, in its entire three or four years ago, <laughs> and, and that was a killer true. show. That was an amazing show. Yeah. This, this most recent one was just as good, but for somebody like Sandra, who's not quite as familiar right. with King Diamond... Um, it was a little disjointed for her. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. it was yeah. a little odd because they played uh, the 7th of July, 1777, 
at the start of the show, and then yeah. later on in the in the show, they played um, the mansion in darkness and you know stuff like that. Right, where right. you know instead of keeping the timeline straight, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was bizarre seeing you know King Diamond pull Abigail out of the coffin during the seventh of yeah. July, seventeen seventy seven, and then all of a sudden later on, here comes here comes Abigail being born, you know, and it's like, wait, wait, where did this happen? Right. Well, now, <laughs> so. just the other day, I watched uh, the, what was that called? It was Summer something, Summer Summerfest or Summer Vale or something like that. And in that, in that concert, he actually played uh, the funeral and then the arrival right after that. And it fucking, it was killer. You know, nice. but then they spurred off into something else. I, you know, uh, what do you think about the new King Diamond? I like the new King Diamond. I love the new song, dude. I that's all I've heard off the new album, dude. I, I he can't played wait it. Till it he played out. it live, and it was absolutely intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm really and then then he played, that. you know, something weird for the the memory of Timmy Hansen, and I I got all kind of yeah. choked up right there really? for a minute. Yeah. But anyway, The Exorcism yeah. of Emily Rose. Oh, yeah. So, hey, here say, we are. We're, I mean, hour in. we're an hour in. Do you want to talk about this, or uh, what do you want to do here? <laughs> we can always you wanna, do another episode. <laughs> or you want to do another episode sometime. Uh, well, That's you, up to you guys. I mean, I'm down to talk now. I mean, if you want to, you, you know. Kind well, of if we're going to do it, we're going to have to do it quick because we're already an hour into this. I think we should, maybe we should just fucking uh, have them be, a, would you be available next, uh, this Saturday coming up? Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, what do you got going on Saturday? Um, I don't think anything. What's the okay. what is that date? Uh, the fourteenth. The fourteenth. Hold on, let me consult with the uh, <laughs> consult with the boss. <laughs> oh, hey, put her on the microphone. Put her on the phone. <laughs> uh oh. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I would like to give my two cents Put about your two La Llorona. This, this is Sandra Clark coming to you from Tucson, Arizona. Ah, hell yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like La Llorona, by the way. <laughs> the movie. You didn't like it? I did not like it. It was, really? it was horrible. Absolutely horrible. See? But I had the background you do. of you the do. real La Llorona when I was growing up. You have got to so, come on and tell that story sometime. And you what? You have got to come on and tell that story sometime. I will. Put me on the air. Matter of fact, Lael says that he doesn't want to do it anymore, and he's going to let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. You're in. Oh, shit. The recording reel. <laughs> Yeah, you're on the air right now. Live. Millions sorry. of people are listening to you right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> when you guys decide to do um, La Llorona, uh, I want to I wanna guest on there about it. And I yeah, wanna, like, oh, for really sure. Yeah, we'll put deep one. with it. We'll set that up, yeah. sure. Yeah, because I've been wanting to talk about that movie. Uh, sounds so cool. So you're trying to make a date with my husband, December fourteenth. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Can I go out if you? <laughs> well, well, hell yeah. I promise I'll behave. <laughs> you don't have to promise to behave. <laughs> he he has to escort me sometimes out of places. So <laughs> like, yeah, that's cool. All right, hit me up for La Llorona. Hell yeah, oh, we'll sure. do it. All right, take care, guys. Good talking Bye. to you, huh? <laughs>
Yeah, she's got she's got a, a very interesting perspective on it because she's Hispanic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she and she grew up with the story from her nana, from her mom, from her everybody. Awesome, dude. That'll be perfect life. for Fuck that yeah, episode, that'd be cool dude. as shit. That'd be perfect. Yeah. So yeah, I think we should, we'll set that up. But uh, you know, before we get off of here, we'll we'll do we'll do extras uh, and Emily Rose next weekend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That and, sounds good. It will give you a call. So we'll but just bullshit for the rest of the time here. You said uh, you said you like B-rated movies. Yes. Uh, and uh, me and JT have a since it's Christmas time, <laughs> we got a fucking movie. You may have already yeah. seen it, but it's one of our favorites uh, called Santa Slays. Have you seen that? Santa. No. Santa Slay, and it's S-L-E-I-G-H. Yes. Or, no, it's S-L-A-Y. S-L-A-Y. I've yes. seen it. I've yeah, seen Santa Slay. I haven't seen... Dude, it's got yeah. Bill Goldberg is playing Santa. But he ain't fucking... It sounds fucked up. It sounds fucked up. But, dude, it's fucking killer. It ain't Santa you like you think. It, you gotta see it. It's fucking nice. awesome. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a great movie for you to watch if you like B-rated movies. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. We did a whole fucking oh. episode on it. Oh, dude. <laughs> It, it, it's just a fun movie to watch. Yeah, it's a fucking. That great. I'll have to. I'll have to find it and and watch it. I haven't seen it, but um, yeah. like when I when I'm talking B movies, some of my favorites are like I'm looking in my in my DVDs right now. Um, uh, like the um, the new hill, the new version of Hills Have Eyes, or oh yeah yeah uh, yeah. Uh, what about um? I don't know if you call it B-rated version, but uh, or a B-rated movie, but like Forsaken. Have you seen Forsaken? That? Yeah, I like that a lot. Fuck, I love um, that movie. Who was it that came out with a series of movies? I'm looking for it right now. The Eight Films to Die For. Yes. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those, yeah, yeah. Some of those are really good, dude. Yeah, I've got the uh, the Mulberry Street one. I've got mm, the Death of the Stone. Uh, there's also. Uh, P2, A New Level of Terror. That's yes. not in the eight movies to die for, mm-hmm. but, you know, that's that's the kind of shit that I really enjoy. Yeah. Have oh, you yeah. seen uh, Hellfest? No. And we're not talking about the concert. There's, there's <laughs> no. a movie out there called Hellfest, and basically what it is is it's about a, uh, a festival that they have every year that kind of revolves around Halloween, and it's all like haunted houses. It's like if you would go to like a, a fucking, theme park for Halloween. Yeah, like it, a, it's like a Halloween theme park is what it is, and there's a murderer on the loose. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool, dude. It's a good watch. It's a fairly new movie. It's come out in the past two or three years. Two or three years, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's fairly I'll have to new. look for it. But yeah, yeah you got to watch Santa Slay. Santa Slay is good. You There's another one called it. Slay Bells. It was pretty good too. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't even heard of that one. Yeah, right. it's uh, it's a fairly new movie. I think it just came out last year. Right Santa Slay has been out for a while. But yeah, it's so fucking good though. Yeah, it is good, man. Movie. It is good. <laughs> But, but, yeah, hell yeah, dude. So, dude, um, it's been killer fucking having you on here, man. It's been a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to more. Oh, yeah, hell yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. Hell yeah. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm kind of big into ghost hunting, so we'll set up some shit just to have some fun and maybe see some cool shit. Uh, Fuck yeah. But, yeah, I think we're going to end Sounds this one. Good. And then um, uh, next weekend we'll do the X's and Millie Rose. Yeah. Sorry we Sounds. didn't get into that, guys. We had a lot of shit to talk about. Yeah, it don't matter. It's how yeah. we roll. And if you go yeah, off the fucking yeah. office. <laughs> yeah, this is a fucking and cool hopefully episode, people, 
hopefully people have some things to think about because we touched on a few oh yeah little a lot bits of that yeah um stick or if one of you guys well gerald if you can stick around with me after you wrap up the recording i'll get a good email to send us uh one of our songs to yeah perfect perfect cool all right, cool. cool that's all we'll do man cool well i think we're gonna right. end this one guys oh uh, yeah Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thank you, Leo, for coming on here and fucking chitting and chatting with us. Hell yeah, man. It was killer. Um, Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You guys yeah, will be boy. hearing him again for sure. And um, you guys, everyone out there, hit us up. Don't forget, Saturday night, 7 o'clock, we're going live. We want to chat with you guys. You can get on there and chat with us live, ask us questions. We can all talk. You may even hear some olden next week. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, right. guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. And um, we love you. Thanks for you all, all your support and shit, guys. Um, hit us up. You know where to find us. Facebook, everywhere else. Yeah. I mean. Uh, uh, Horror Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com. And send us some of your stories. Uh, check us out on YouTube. We're on there. I Facebook, mean, guys. Come yeah. check us out. Yeah. Anyways, guys, we're going to end this one. Uh, we love you. And as always, until next time, keep, keep it, it creepy.